Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. All right. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Marissa Explains It All. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Marissa Mendez. Joyce is here. Ariel is here. Prime is on the boards. Can you put in one of your new sound effects? Because I'm so excited about all of them. Any of them. That's who Prime is. He got bodied by Pusha T. Today's show is brought to you by Boomerang the Series. BET brings a young, gifted, and unapologetically black cast that is a lot like you. An original dramedy premieres Tuesday, February 12th at 10, 9 central, only on BET. And we have a <laughs> we have a very special guest. Fuck, I already forgot how to say the last name. I'm going to do it. I'm, don't even, don't, don't cue me. Um, Nadia Bockety. Yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, Nadia. So she is a sex positive journalist all the way from oh. down under. No pun intended. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say nice. the same thing. All the way from Australia. We connected on social media, which in the car ride here, we were just talking about how social media fucking connects the entire world. Um, and now she's here with us. So I'm, I, I assume the answer, but you've, you've heard of me on, on, on Amber's podcast, I guess. I heard of you on this podcast. Oh. I heard of you on Amber's podcast. Okay. I've been following a whole bunch of your stuff. Okay, so. that's fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, so cool. Yeah, and um, so you write. A, so tell us a little bit about yourself before we just get into stuff. So you write your own column out there in Australia. I it's, do. It's a so it's the whole website is basically about sex lifestyle. So I, I run a women's website, which okay. is called she said.com. We talk about sex, body positivity, mental health. And then I'm also a sex columnist. So I write for a whole bunch of different titles. I've been in HuffPost, Washington Post, um, Cosmo, all of, um, you know, the recognizable ones. And I do some TV and radio over in Australia too. And basically um, what I talk about is just um, sex and in particular destigmatizing sex for women you know in mm-hmm. very much the same way that you do in just breaking down the shame and the stigma and being like yeah women fuck too and we like sex too and that's cool mm-hmm. that's and you know we were talking earlier and um you've been in a relationship for about two years you said now and she still oh. you know we were talking just about like you know it can get a little complicated as often as i talk about sex and she talks about sex and dealing with men that are comfortable with it as much as we want to believe the world is perfect and you know, because it's it's okay that we talk about sex, so every man should just accept it. The real, reality is, a lot of men don't fucking accept that shit. And what's even more interesting is her columns that she writes weekly. Like she literally just talks about her different experiences of guys that she's fucked prior to being with her man. And how does he feel about? And that? he's so fucking cool with it. You he told is. me that like he damn near one time he reads all that. You you tell so you he know. reads he reads all my columns. Uh, when on our first date, I said to him that I was a sex columnist, and I just assumed that he wouldn't want to read my columns. Uh, and then uh, yeah, one day he I was sitting next to him on the couch a while into when we'd been dating, and he's like, oh, this article just came out. Why didn't you tell me you'd written it? I could have given you some you know feedback on it. And I oh. was like. It's an article about another guy eating my ass out. Why would you want to read that? And like, he actually loves it. He's like, I know that you've got a past. You're a grown ass woman. You know, I'm older than him. He's 28. I'm 34. 
Um, and so, yeah, he, he's just emotionally mature and he gets it and he knows that that's my brand and that's what I do and that's how I'm trying to make sex more, you know, mainstream and relatable. Um, and, yeah, he actually now he reads all my columns. Like he actually gets annoyed if I don't uh, let him read a column before oh it's gosh. published because he wants to give me feedback and he'll be like, oh, you need to make that bit more raunchy, babe. <laughs> that is fucking like wait, wait. goals. Yeah. Question though, do you think that like secretly he gets off off of it or do you think mm. it? I don't know. I mean, maybe he could. Like oh. I, I've written about a couple of my lesbian sex experiences, so uh-huh. I reckon he probably f- maybe found those ones kind of hot. <laughs> I have a funny story because, okay, the other day, my boyfriend woke up and well, he was like, I had the weirdest day today. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? He goes, last night I had a nightmare, but it was kind of a nightmare, but not really a nightmare. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I had a dream that we were about to engage in a threesome, but then it turned into just a group sex situation. And then it turned into a gangbang, which was like really disgusting, but also so hot at the same time. And it just got me thinking about like all the other people that you've had sex with and this, that, and the other. And I was like, where is your mind going with this? And he was like, the idea of other people having sex with you is so hot, but also makes me sick to my stomach. And that's why I felt weird all day. You know, what's crazy is I honestly enjoy it. Like with guys I'm seeing, like, I sincerely don't like I. I you want to see them fuck other yeah, girls? I've recently like That's even hot. sent like and he wanted the same. Like I've sent it. I sent him a video of me giving head to some other guy. Wow. He sent me videos of him fucking like some bitch or whatever. But and not at the moment. This no, is this past. is all before. So honestly, what turns me on is like. I kind of like them seeing like dogging out another bitch or whatever that like doesn't mean anything yeah, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when when I know that, know that I'm special to that's them. How, that's how I feel too. Yeah. See, I, I think it's hot. Like I do like thinking about my partner having sex with other people because it it, it reminds me that he's a sexual being. Yeah, he can be like an animal or whatever. But I and and I would actually find it really hot for him to describe. And I know I have with pre- previous partners been like, you know, tell me in detail about a girl that you had sex with. I but do that all the time. I don't know if I'd want to see a video. Like you're on another really? level with that. Because I, I think I don't want to see a video. If I saw I the video, I'd start comparing myself to the other person, like, oh, okay, her tits are like a bit more perky than mine. Or do oh, she can ride like, dick better because yeah. I can't ride dick for shit. <laughs> <laughs> right now I am not good at riding dick. <laughs> I'm gonna learn. I wanna I wanna find a guy that like I'm comfortable with enough to like teach me how to ride dick better. Marissa Mendez, don't you have a boyfriend? No. What? Excuse me. (laughs) Anyway. She's um, like, next question. (laughs) So, I mean, but like, yeah, I don't know. I get really turned on by seeing, I mean, if they're kissing, I've never seen a video of a guy that, um, because I think sometimes I don't think, you know, they're not going to show you them and their ex-girlfriend. They're going to show you them and the bitch that they fucked randomly. A one night stand. Exactly. And they're typically not kissing in it. So to me, there's no emotional connection to them. And like, again, like I said before, like it's just kind of fire to know like, well, they are emotionally attached to me and they're kissing me and they're eating me yeah, out and yeah. they're all these um, things but this bitch they're just digging her out and she's loving it too and if she's bad it's even more fire like all oh, my dude could pull some bitches and still even if, she, if she's badder than me I mean there's like an element of like oh shit like what but then there's the <laughs> other element of like and I, I got him to be with me. Yeah, he comes yeah. home to me every exactly. night. A, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it's definitely an ego boost to to know that. I think like, yeah, but I just, I I think that my ego is probably too fragile yeah. to be able to actually see it. I, but I can fantasize about it definitely. And I yeah. definitely have in the past. I don't know how the hell 
he was down to see me. Well, he really wanted to see a video. I sent him a video of- He like was like, let's show, show. How did you just randomly have a video of yourself giving a guy head in your phone? Well, we Do had- Do you have them like filed away under a particular I have, like um, folder? I have a folder of like sexy videos oh my and God, pictures I love and that. shit. <laughs> and like that specific one, we had filmed it on his computer and then like one, he had sent me the video one time or whatever. So I don't have, I actually don't have any videos of me having sex with guys in my phone because like after I break up with them or whatever that's called, mm. like- part ways then I just delete the videos because it makes me sad if I look at it I don't know how I ended up this is slim me sucking his dick I don't know slim is like a long-standing fixture on this podcast that right I, this is the one that I said just went to Australia recently yes the summer okay yes. yeah so yeah it's me sucking his dick hey slim how hope you're well I hope you're one of your bitches is listening and feel Ow. some type of way about that um, <laughs> yes. I sucked his dick a whole fucking lot bitches lots of dick sucking um <laughs> Um, but we were on FaceTime and it was like, uh, we were having like FaceTime sex, which is still a new thing for me too. I can't do that. It's very awkward. I'm very, I'm very like, no. And plus I didn't shave. So I wasn't like showing my vagine at all, but I I was just pretending. I don't want anybody to see my vagine over Yeah, it's just, the whole thing is strange. It's a little sterile. Yeah, it's just weird. (laughs) But, um, he was like, I was like, yo, send me videos, babe. Like I want to like see, cause he was jacking off, but like I wanted more or whatever. So he was yeah. sending me videos. He was like, do you have any videos? And I have one threesome video of me, like this girl eating me out. So I was like, well, I have that. I'll send you that. But it's like old and grainy from like an old iPhone. So it's like very yeah. shitty quality. And then he's like, oh, I love that. how you like have them archived. Oh, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I know exactly where to find them, everything. And then he asked, um, then he was like, do you have anything else? Like any guy like penetrating or anything? I was like, well, no, but I have one me sucking dick. He's like, oh, fuck it. He was just so horny that he was just like willing to take anything. Um, and so then he watched See, that. See, this, this is my concern. Like I'm definitely into like filming sex and filming different sex acts. And I, I definitely have videos on my phone um, that make me freak out when someone, you know that thing when you like hand someone you and they swipe too much. And you're like, do yes. not swipe, bitch. Yes, do not swipe. My phone is just full of nudes of myself. I swear. <laughs> I just takes nudes every, all day long. For fun. Not no, even to be sexy. No, no, no. I never take nudes to be sexy, which is like kind of weird. But like every time when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, damn, bitch, you look good. Oh, that's take so good. I love that. So I just have like a bunch of nudes lined up in my phone. I, I look crazy when I wake when up. When guys like ask me for it, well, I don't really send out nudes to people. But when I do, like it's never like super calculated. Like I don't send an old one. Like I'm just like, okay. Okay, I'm gonna go. Oh, oh no, really? I, I, I go through the archives. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, but, I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, I look good. But see, <laughs> here's my problem. So I, I definitely am for the filming of sex and and archiving a few, but. I've always been taught to keep your head out of it. So if you're filming a head job, right? You know. like if someone leaks it, your face is in it. Like every video I, I have of me having sex, my head is cut out. Well, like you can tell it's me. I know I'm all up in but, the bitch. But Everything. yeah, like so if someone leaks you, you're like you're really I made, out I made some new videos recently where it was just like all in my face. Well, the thing I think about it is like I'm a grown woman. I have sex. I don't record it with any like popular name that like if it gets out, it's like oh shit, look at Marissa fucking. Um, I'm going to pick a random name that I've never been associated with so that it doesn't seem like it's a realistic situation. <laughs> Waka Flocka. Look at Marissa fucking Waka Flocka. Like, you know, that's not going to ever be a headline. I want to fuck Waka Flocka. Ew, ew. <laughs> um, but, you know, I d- most of, m- 
I don't really record my sex as much as I just take nudes, but I keep my face in my nudes too. But I'm like, if those leak, it's it's just a woman being naked. Yeah, so that's it's true. Like, it kind of is yeah. on brand for me, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> if it's going to mess something up, it wasn't meant for me anyway, because if my nude picture was what was going to mess me, was it not like the articles out there about me eating ass, having foursomes, threesomes, sucking dick, like it's just a bunch of... <laughs> exactly. Well, I always think like, it's like, you know, Kim Kardashian had her sex tape however many million years ago. Um, and I always think like, it's out there like, for Kanye to watch if he wanted to watch it. Yeah. Like I, I kind of assume he's like, wouldn't you be curious and, and I'm sure watch he's it? watched it before like, he even met her. Yeah. So like, you know, he's he's acknowledges that, you know, she has a past. I guess the difference is is that other people sort of saw it as well. It's not just sort of like between him and her. Yeah. But I kind of I think that's kind of why I really rate Kim Kardashian. And I know lots of people have really mixed feelings on her, but she actually has made like this incredible career and she is a real boss bitch now like she is she is a mogul like she's got so much going on and um you know she does you know part of what her brand is is her sex appeal and you know she kind of proves and she wrote a big letter about it on her blog a couple of years ago where she said look I'm so sick to death of people bringing up the sex tape. It was like 15 years ago. Get over it. Women can have sex and like still. And be that was her respected. fucking boyfriend. On top, like let's, yeah. let's make it real clear. Like that was yeah. her fucking man. Like yeah. yeah, the tape got out, but it's like, you know, if if something blew you up, regardless of what it was, are you not going to take that and run with it? Like I don't of understand course. what the shame is of like you got famous off a of sex tape. But okay, and I got lucky. You got yeah. you got rich off the lotto. Are we supposed to shame you for winning the lottery? Yeah. Like it's like that same exact mindset, and it's like you f- like are we shaming Ray J for that same shit? No, like Ray no. J's the motherfucking man for bad, but Kim is a whore that. But like 15 years on still right. gets slut shamed. And then on top of that, it's like, oh, y'all bitches are famous for nothing. Y'all bitch. I mean, like, I mean, essentially it really wasn't much being reality show, but they've turned that into fucking multi-million dollar, almost billion dollar businesses. Like, yeah, you can't do that. Joe from the block or yeah. Tom, Dick and Harry. Like, yeah, you know, like, and that's what I mean. I think whatever you think of her, you have to respect her for that. She has actually built a really successful career around it. And I think that has made people rethink a little bit of what we think around people, around women, especially who are sexual and very sexually open. Um, and I think that that at least has been a good thing for women. Well, we, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we're talking about Kim Kardashian and the game just released that record. Oh, she doesn't really, I don't think you really like listen to the game, right? Like, you know. uh, I mean, I, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know which you keep up I'm with. Like, and which I'm you... like, I'm not, I'm not as hip and up okay, with it as yeah. you guys are. <laughs> I mean, it was just, I, I, I don't know if there's any truth to the game fucking any of them. I think he, previously he said something about Chloe in a song like years back. I think that this, I he said that they dated. that Who, him and, him Kim, and Chloe or him Kim, and Kim did. dated. So wait, his lyrics are, I held Kim Kardashian by her throat, N-word. I made her swallow my kids until she choked, N-word. I should apologize because yay my folks. N-word, this is for all my vice lords and lokes. Um... You got people that, you know, that watch movies that feel like this, this is too this much. Part, this this is, is his explanation. Yes. Or this is disrespectful, he explained. And then when people say, oh, she's a mother. Yeah, my mom is a mother. How did I get here? I'm pretty sure my mom swallowed. Let's be real. Everyone's listening like, yo, your mama didn't get nasty. How'd you get here? I just feel like it's just unnecessary. Like you're like at this point, like you talking about fucking her isn't um, 
uh, what am I trying to say? Isn't um, empowering someone else. Like no. when I talk about my sexual escapades, it's not to be like, yo, I fucked this rapper and his name is such and such. Yeah. Give me my clout coins. No. It's like he's trying to ride off her coattails. Exactly. That's literally like all that really is. really successful and he's trying to grab onto that. And that like, that just cool. makes me sad. And especially like, I don't know if it's true or not or whatever. Like if it's not true, it's even worse. Like you're just out here adding, you know, to the, and again, you're just going to be looked at as the man for the, although you know, as well, we no, about, I think he totally got dragged. For yeah, this. <laughs> but like, but in his his man circle, like, oh, you fucked Kim, you're lit or whatever. Whereas it just looks at Kim like, ew, you fucked the game, you're another slut bitch that fucked. Like, it's just he just adds to a shitty narrative. But I think, as we spoke about earlier, how it seems like we are finally seeing a little bit of a shift mm-hmm. in sex positivity, and we have women like Kim that are empowering it. People like Amber Rose, people like ourselves, um, we're not fully equal by any means, but. The fact that game did get dragged is fucking amazing. What about because, Tori Lane's dropping Dream Doll's name? Oh, that was another thing too. Did you see that? So no, like, I didn't. So Tory Lane's has just been dissing everyone because what is going on with him? I don't know. He's, he's like, got like he's the trying to bring back like, Oh no, the battle rap. Yeah, yeah I, I really love Tory, like- and he's really talented. And he doesn't get enough. Um, credit for being a rapper because he's a singer but like he could really fucking spit like mm-hmm. spit spit and so he's just been kind of like poking at the bear at, at any little rapper that like he's like you know come see me and so people have been stepping up to the challenge and i believe in one of his disses to um new york rapper don q he said something like you paid to fuck dream girl or dream doll i got it for free or some shit like that and i got the pussy for free came back with her own diss track back to him and was like keep my name out of your mouth yes like, girl and basically <laughs> said too she was like why can't it just be like I was feeling you and I fucked you? Like he basically insinuated like I tricked her out of her panties and got the pussy where she's been and she just retorted back like, yeah, I fucked you because I felt like it. Like you didn't trick shit. Like, what was that? (laughs) Um, So like, it's just disappointing. Like the narrative always is like, you know, and I still see it online um, all the time because there's, you know, from my past, there's been people made speculative articles, you know, hot 97 thought DJ fuck this person or that person or whatever, which to this day, there's no confirmation of any of that bullshit. Um, but I'll still get the comments in line. Like, Oh bitch, you fucked so-and-so like, you know, so-and-so fucked you or whatever. And like, I, I'd be wanting to reply back. Like, why can't it be that I fucked them? Like yeah. I chose to actively go fuck them. And there's always got to be, they assume there's another motive for it. Like, Oh, you're just doing it to better your career mm. or whatever. It's like, they don't say that about the guys. I want to read this comment. So yesterday I posted a video um, f- uh, from the podcast where I was talking about how future is just full of fucking toxic masculinity and I'm not a fan and some fucking sensation exactly um (laughs) where is this guy what you're saying trash this bitch um this bitch lost her mind on a podcast you assume too much just just keep trying to be popping by hanging around all these rappers like a thought um all the shit you do so what are you then because you do the most first of all i hang around rappers because i fucking interview them you piece of trash second of all me fucking them has nothing to do with me gaslighting all these women and making babies around the world and then playing the victim card at some point. Like I don't play victim for shit. I fuck, I move on. Like I'm and, and why do you get the label of thought? What do the guys get the right, label of? What is future? They're, they're seen as legends for having sex with yeah, you. Yeah, no, it's like, he's the man. He has nine babies or how many babies? Six yeah. or seven. Like, like, Can't even keep up. And, and I mean- We it, don't know. That was pretty much what I, I, um, I did a column a while ago. It was a, a series of columns I did and it was basically- the adventures of a former fuck girl and I used to write, you know, different a different column every week about, you know, a different guy I'd slept with when I was single. 
And, you know, I was talking about my escapades, how one time, you know, I'd, I'd slept with two different guys in the one day and I nice. <laughs> I ran out of time to change the oh. bed sheets. <laughs> I've done that and I didn't get to brush my teeth in between. And it was really funny too because um, actually um, – it was the morning after and the guy, and he was a bit of a dick and he was a total fuckboy. And he, actually he was a bit of a douchebag. So I kind of felt good about it is I was like, aren't you going to help me make, make the bed? Like it's the least you can do before you leave. And so he like kind of giggled about it and he was like, oh yeah. Cause like what, I'm helping you make the bed for the next guy. Oh, and shit. I was like, actually <laughs> you <Yep>. did. <laughs> I know that's right. I've, um, I've done that where I've like ate ass before with a guy and like. Oh, what? Not had time to. No, it was. It was yeah. like I went. I yes. met up with him. We had sex, and he was a dick. And like after sex, he was like, "So is your Uber coming?" And I was like, "Whoa, bye." Oh, and hell no. so I'm on my phone, and I had been. I was in New York City at the time. Like you know, I live in Jersey, so I was like my night out in the city type of thing. And so this other guy that I had just just started talking to, like. He was tech blown. He blew my phone. Out. I had my phone face down the whole escapade, and so I finally look and I have eighty text messages from him. Not not really eighty, but and he's like, you know, come meet up with me. I'm here in Queens. Come have a drink with me. This that, and a third, and I'm like, shit. You know, I, I'm nowhere near home. Like, you know, I was telling you about the tolls earlier. I'm not about to drive home, pay that toll again to come back in the city. So I'm like, I'm just fucking stuck here. So the the least I could do, I pulled over at a bar and I washed my hands. Like that was all I could do. <laughs> And, but I'm just thinking we're just going to go on a date or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I go meet up with him and the vibe was just so crazy. And he was like, like, I want, like, can let's spend the night. Like not, I, I wasn't planning on having sex and I didn't actually have sex with him that night or whatever. But he was like, let's spend the night together. This and a third, like kidnap me to Jersey. Yeah. God, guys, favorite fucking word is kidnap. I don't understand yeah. that. And they always say that. Like, are you going to kidnap me? And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> 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 I right, well, you could come with me. I don't like. And um, so we go to my home and I'm like, you know, we're almost there. I'm like home stretch. I'm going to run in. I'm going to brush my oh teeth. Oh my God. This is and as soon as I parked, as soon as I fucking parked in my parking lot, this man grabs my face and just starts making out with me. <laughs> oh, and I was fuck. like, no! And it was like, uh, and he's like this thug ass motherfucker, like I'm oh, this big the fuck six up. foot five you. thug, like yeah, just yeah. tattooed yeah. everywhere, like just a just a hood man. And so I wasn't even expecting that yeah. that fast. Yeah. And like and just in my head, I'm dying. And so I felt so bad. Like I was just disrespecting his manhood, but like, no, God, oh. please. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I felt. But like, what am I supposed to do? But I think what's funnier about that is like a guy would do that. And not only would he not feel bad about it, he'd brag about it. And like, that, mm. you know, getting back to what I was saying, how you were saying like you were getting called a, a thought or whatever. It's like, that was why I wrote the fuck girl column was to talk about like these sorts of experiences yeah. that we've had where, you know, you made out with someone a couple <laughs> of hours after you ate us or whatever. <laughs> because just to show like women can do this stuff too. And I, I feel like guys, I like, think they're the only ones doing it. Yeah. And, mm. Boomerang is coming Tuesday, February 12th at 10, 9 central on BET. So how's it different from the film of the same name? Well, let's get into it. First off, it's a scripted half-hour dramedy. We're introduced to the Graham legacy, Simone Graham, daughter of Marcus and Angela. She's headstrong, she's gorgeous, she's uncompromising. Her colleague and her guy, Bestie Bryson, is the son of Jacqueline Breuer. Remember her? Lingerie and trench coat? Anyway, Bryson has a vision for making his mark in the business, but he has his eye on Simone as well as, ew, Adi is an emerging director who walks on the wild side. 
David's a pastor who has yet to get over Crystal, Simone's best girlfriend, and T is the firecracker of the crew, ready to break big with the help of Simone's marketing genius. You'll see some of your friends and a lot of yourself on screen. Boomerang, executive produced by Lena Waithe and Holly Berry, premieres Tuesday, February 12th at 10, 9 central on BET. Check BET.com for show exclusives. Are you looking to try birth control for the first time? Well, Simple Health can help. There's no awkward or embarrassing encounters. You can get your personalized pill recommendations based on your needs. It's an online website um, that fits into your life. You use telemedicine to provide simple, convenient, and affordable care. Um, there's online birth control prescriptions and delivery, and it's just a better way to get birth control. Um, you go online, you tell us your tell them your medical history, which um, you answer some questions formulated to get you the right type of birth control for you because you know our bodies are all different. Um, so they try to really formulate it to make sure that it's catered to your body. Um, a doctor is going to review your health records and recommend a product and write a prescription. And then it's just a free recurring pill delivery. The, pill, the pills will be shipped free to your house every month. The pills are not free. The shipment is free. Um, no interruptions. They're always there. So there's no like, oh, I didn't have time to run to the store today. Then you slip up and then bitch you pregnant and then that shit sucks. So none of that stuff. Um, so again, you just go on there. You take the quiz. They'll do all their work. Transfer all your, your stuff to their system. Um, and again, it gets shipped to your house every month and it's super easy. Um, they accept insurance, but most birth control is free with insurance too. Um, the cost of birth control pills without insurance will be about $18 a month, dependent on the pill and the prescription will be $20 regardless of insurance and shipping is free. Um, new prescriptions are available to ship in New York, California, Florida, Illinois, Pennsylvania, and Texas. If you're on birth control and just want to use them for home delivery, then they can ship anywhere in the U S. So again, those first few States are just for the new prescriptions. Um, it's safe. If it's all licensed medical doctors and all of that stuff. So you could just go to simplehealth.com. And if you use my code, you're going to get a discount. My code is Marissa X. That's M-A-R-I-S-A-E-X at simplehealth.com. And just get some simple ass birth control so you can fucking be out here fucking and have these oh. motherfuckers busting you raw. Nice. I remember when I like finally had gotten into like a proper relationship with my current boyfriend. And I said to him, like, you know, when we were dating, like I was seeing heaps of other guys. And he was like, what? <laughs> he was so shocked. He was like, I, I thought you were only seeing me. And I'm like, I'm sick of this narrative that like girls, we just hold out for a guy because I'd been fucked around by too many fuckboys. I'm like, many. I am not sitting around on my ass. Like putting all my eggs in one basket. Yeah, because right. half the time it's like they have sex with you and then they text you in two weeks time. It's like, mm -hmm. dude, that's cool. Like you're good in bed. I'll have sex with you again. But just so you know, in those two weeks, I'm fucking other dudes. Right. Absolutely. And it like, if you don't realize that, like you're a freaking idiot. Yeah. Like, how do you not realize that? Like, but not I'm, everybody I'm a catch. does. Other people want to fuck me. You know? Yeah. Like, come on. I mean, like, I, <laughs> this isn't fucking, but like uh, a while back, um, there was this one guy pursuing me, pursuing me, pursuing me persistently. And then he just happened, he wasn't, he's not even from here. And he happened to be in LA one day and he was like, let's hang out today. And I already had plans with another guy that I had just met on DM, like to go on a date. And I was like, okay, well, you know, this guy doesn't, he's not here very often. So I do want to see, you know, the we'll take this date. But then the other guy, I had been trying to coordinate with him for like weeks at this point, And we had this date scheduled. So I'm like, I don't want to cancel him either. So I told the first guy, I'm like, okay, well, you could come at seven. I have like a little birthday party to go to at 10. So whatever. So we did our date from seven to 10. It, it bled a little into 1030 because he didn't want to fucking leave. Um, and then I promptly left him and drove my ass over to my next date and had another fucking amazing date. And I drank for free all night long and it was lit. Mm -hmm. And I really connected with both guys too. And like I got home and I was so 
proud of myself and not on no, not on no, oh, I showed them or none of that shit, but it's like, I'm a woman. I need to have options. I need to see what's out there. And like, I was really proud of myself for just getting out there and trying. And like, I'm not hurting nobody. This is our first, everyone's mm. first date. I'm not, no one's obligated to anybody. Maybe you went and had another date after me too. And that's okay. But like, you know, it, we get shamed for all these crazy, mm. the literal exact things that men are doing. And it's like, I don't know if it makes you think that like, because I have sex, like you think that when I'm getting a relationship, I'm also going to be a whore. Like I'm, I want to be in a relationship and I want to fucking worship the ground they walk on and only fuck them. And and when I'm not in a relationship, I want to fuck who the fuck I want to fuck. But it's that whole thing of like men thinking we can only be the Madonna or the whore. It's like, Mm. it's not so black and white. And that happens with a lot of women after they have kids, you know, Mm -hmm. guys will be like, oh, that's when I started cheating on her or that's when I saw an escort because... Um, I could only see her as the mother of my children. It's like she can be the mother of your children and an amazing and a mother. Being. And she can be a fucking freak in the sheets. Mm-hmm. So it's like just like allowing like people to see that women can be all of these things. You know, we can be sexual beings as well as we can be mothers and caregivers and business women and whatever literally else. whatever the fuck yeah like um obviously you've been in this relationship for two years but prior to that and in your dating phase did you find that because you're basically you know like you said yourself like the tmi queen like has that affected anything anybody else aside from this really secure awesome man that you're with like has to it be honest um i i think because i was with like a lot of fuck boys who were like really good looking guys like these were guys that took their clothes off and you're like damn Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but um they didn't necessarily have there wasn't a really lot of intellectual conversation Mm -hmm. if any at all there wasn't really a lot of brain cells going on so um they weren't really going and and reading up on my articles however (laughs) what was funny is after i had my my hoe phase and i went on to write about it i did actually have some ex-fuck boys contact me and go, you know, because I did the same as you. I just used all these like pseudonym names for Mm. guys when I would refer to them. I would refer to them as like one guy lived out in the country and so I was like the country boy or whatever. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so he had a couple of guys actually had read the column and recognised themselves in the column. Of course. And I had like been really honest in the column and I was talking about this one particular guy, how he was only good for his dick. I said that he he was so lucky that he had such an amazing cock because besides his brain, he's an idiot. Not just him being an idiot, but he was shit in bed. He just laid there like a starfish. But he had such a good dick that like I could still make it work right and like you oh, I just so had to be on so top somebody else so, she, so you do know how to ride we need some pointers <laughs> yeah but, can you teach but, us but i had said like he's shit in bed but luckily he's got a good dick so you can still do something with it and i'd kind of jokingly talked about that and he got really irate this was months and months on i'd been in a you know long-term relationship by that point but he had contacted me obviously still had my number and he was like a couple of girls, because, you know, my columns are quite popular with women over in Australia. And he's like, a couple of girls, I know probably girls that he was probably trying Fucking, to, yeah. ho- hoping to try it on with. He's like, they recognize me in your column. Oh, and, and he got really pissed off and he's like, you're an awful person and your daddy doesn't love you. No, I've literally <laughs> had, the, the actually the guy that I was just talking about that I kissed, not willingly with, for, with the with the ass breath. Um, <laughs> and I kissed not willingly with the ass breath. Um, All right. The joke. The button podcast started up about two, three months after that incident. And he was actually a topic that I spoke on pretty frequently because he was someone that I actually ended up really caring for. And like, it, it was a thing. And, um, same thing. He hit me one time, like, 
yo, a couple girls hit me and said that you're talking about me on the show. Like, obviously, it's about me. Like, everyone knows because you describe me exactly and this, that, and a third. <laughs> and, da, 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 da. and we fell out for, like, months, like, months. And then, like, because I was still trying to figure out how to make it work before that. And we were already, like, in a bad place. So that just totally, like, all the way down. Yeah. And then we got back in contact a few months later, but he'd already gotten a bitch pregnant and it was just over from that point. For but. me, it's just <laughs> a whole sign of like the fragile masculinity, Absolutely. right? It's like, this is exactly what I thought this guy was all along. It's like, you're threatened because like I said, you're bad in bed and some other girls that you were going to try to fuck have now read this. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your masculinity is clearly very fragile. Exactly. So. And the same with him. I'm like, honestly, I'm actually saying decent shit. Like, I'm just saying like, I really like this guy or whatever, but I had said how he ate my pussy and he was like you know i didn't i don't eat like no bitches pussy really and now they're all on me mad that i'm not eating their pussy i'm like that's your problem like i didn't ask you to eat my shit you just fucking ate it and it was great um, so what, what is the thing with like i've noticed like uh, so i was single for a long time and then i had a whole bunch of serious boyfriends then i was married for a long time oh, wow. that's fire yeah so I that, get that was basically how i had my big hoe phase because i like i split from my husband and i just had like this whole sexual awakening and then that was how i got into all the sex positive stuff because it was so empowering for me but long story short, when I was initially single before I got married, like when I would have sexual encounters with guys going down on me wasn't like a big thing. When I was single again after I split from my husband, oh my God, like every guy that I was with straight away wanted to go down on me. Like, do you guys have that here? Is that a thing? Like, here, I was like, I mean, wow, they're obsessed with eating pussy. Like, it what, depends. what has happened? Mm -hmm. I feel like it depends. Like, I find the guys that are, like, super into me are obsessed with, like, immediately got to eat my pussy. The ones that are just, like, my flings were not really, like, immediately, like, that's their thing or whatever. But, I mean, I, I personally don't even like it. I love it. I, if, I, love it, it. I love it when it's good. Yeah, obviously. when it's like good, when it's bad, it is it. I like the power dynamics of it. Like, because yes. I'm very submissive in bed and I'm yeah. very Ditto. submissive in a relationship, period. Especially because I'm such a boss in my, my everyday life. Like, I just want you to be my king and whatever you say, go. I mean, like, I'm still headstrong in a sense where I'm. you can't just tell me what to do. Yeah. But I want you to be empowered to lead me. Yeah. So in bed, though, when it's a little power switch, when you're in between my legs, like, it is a little exciting. Like, look at this boss ass no, motherfucker, like, see, right here in between my legs. <laughs> Me, it's like, oh my god, he wants to do this so badly because he, like, it, he is determined to make me come before we have sex. Like, that is so hot. It's yeah. not like a I'm in control and he's doing that. It's like, wow, he really wants to do this. I always so feel much. bad for them when they're down there for a long time, though. Like, can they really get enough air? Do you know what I mean? Like, because That's like when you're sucking dick, your whole dick is like, right. no. <laughs> no. when you're sucking dick, like, you still have your nose, your nose. free, except when you have a stuffy nose. Have you ever sucked yes. dick with a stuffy yes. nose? Yes, <laughs> very. Have you ever sucked dick and mucus starts coming out of your nose? Oh my and god! Like, and it starts like bubbling, yeah. and you're like, and you're trying to sniffle while just you're so, trying to just suck stop the dick. working it in as lube, you know? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I've just noticed like there's, there seems to be more like, and, and I like confused it at first. Like the first couple of times I like had a one night stand with a guy and they would go down on me. I'd be like, oh, wow, they must be really into me. And then I realized, no, they weren't. Yeah, and I every guy like was just going down on me. It yeah. was like, and I was talking to my girlfriends. I'm like, D do guys do this when you just have a one night stand? They're like, oh yeah. Or every guy I sleep with, they all go down on me. I'm like, it really depends. When did yeah, this start becoming depends. a trend? Yeah, <laughs> It's weird because also I personally, I mean, I'm not saying like every guy that I've slept with, I've sucked their dick, but there are a lot of girls that I know that just don't suck dick. 
I'm yes, literally the opposite. So I like, probably so, suck dick more than I fuck. So, Ditto. so which Ditto. I think is like crazy. Like I've talked to guys before. They're like, no, she didn't suck my dick. I'm like, what do you mean she didn't suck? Like, isn't that like part of having sex? And then in my head, I'm like, isn't also part of having sex eating a girl out? Like, yes. I feel like it should be a double. But there are some girls that literally don't suck dick. And there's some guys that just do not ever eat pussy. Yeah. I mean... I think it's immature on both aspects if you don't do that. And if you're disgusted by part of my body, do I really want to have sex with you? Like, why mm. won't you put your mouth on a part of exactly. my body? Like, yeah, I don't, I'm not. That, that is in and of itself a head job. But I mean, uh, sorry, that is in and of itself a turn off. I've got head jobs on. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, some women do say they don't call it a job for nothing, right? I think that was like yeah. a lot on Sex in the City or something. For me, I, I think I'm the same as you, Marissa. Like, I, I actually find... I like to give head to my partner as foreplay. Like it gets me yeah. in the mood. It like makes me I horny. get so yeah. turned I've just, on. I've gotten really into it. Recently. Yeah, it's so fun. Especially when you're like, "Damn, I did that." It's especially, so fun. Yes. Especially when you start your day off as like a fucking whore, it feels great. Yes, like, I love it. Like, I wake up in the morning and I'm and I go to work and I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, this morning I made my I made my boyfriend nut all over my face. That's how I started. My oh my god, it feels I love great. it. I it love does it. feel so good, and like especially I don't know why it makes you like especially in the morning, and then it, like you just get your day started, and you're like, ah, I did that. Yeah, it just also is easier too. It's less work than sex. Sometimes I'm just not in the mood to be moving all around and panting and sweating, and yeah, I could just suck a dick, make you come, you feel great. I'm happy that I made you come. That turned me on hearing you turn on and. I'm going to go about my day. Yeah. And everybody. And, it, and it's like a chat. Like if you've ever been with, I feel like most women have been with a guy that's like, oh, I'm not really into head or I don't yes. come from head. And you're uh -huh. like, challenge accepted. Checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do this. Yeah. I've had a few of those guys. And I mean, like out of let's, let's just say the five as a number, like probably one or two actually really didn't like, and get come off head but like the other few have been like yo i've never came off head before yeah. and i'm like hello <laughs> you are welcome yeah yeah and one of those guys is actually the guy whose ass i ate on that earlier story from <laughs> before i made out with the other guy and then the other guy is still on my dick because my head is so good he calls me still to this day oh in gosh. 2019 Damn. and that was 2014 i think that's why the guys stay around so much i don't know like my vagina is good like i know it's wet i know it's tight but like I could be honest with myself and say like I have my good and bad days in bed like yeah. sometimes I'm kind of like kind of shitty I don't throw it back that you have great. times when you're lazy right and you don't yeah. feel like putting on the whole show you like yeah. you kind of just want to starfish it up and just it really it'd be really great <laughs> like I would like it's really ideal and that's why I end up just giving head sometimes because I'm like I know I'm gonna give you some bad pussy so I'm gonna just like try to just give you some head instead like because there's been times where it's like I'm just not in the mood and then like I'm trying to throw it back and because I'm not even focused we're not catching the rhythm as an item together like as a duo and I'm just I'm here and he's there it's and a whole gymnastic experience it's, a, yeah. it's actually a workout see this is the thing I know it's like when I got with my boyfriend I this is the first relationship I've been in where he has the, I, I have the highest sex drive he has the lowest sex drive and I think it's because he's younger and he's starting out in his career and so he gets home from work some days and he's absolutely exhausted he's like I'm too tired for sex and I used to be really offended by it, but I was talking to a girlfriend and she was like, 
guys actually have to put in a really lot of oh, work. They do way sex. more than us. They, I mean, I they got a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> get up Prime there. Is like, as the only man in the building, Prime is he's like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I think about it, like by the time we finish having sex, like he's drenched in sweat. Like he's had oh, a fucking sure. workout. Like, and I, like when I thought about that, I'm like, okay, I actually like, I can respect that. Like when a guy especially really cares about you in a relationship. Like oh, he's, he's, in he's like, look, I don't want to just, I'm like, but can't you just like use my hole for sex? And he's like, but I don't want to do that. Like I want to give you good sex. Yeah. And he's like, do you even understand how much effort that takes? It takes a lot. Like, <laughs> and it was, it's so crazy. Cause like recently I, I was with the guy and um he was so hungover. Like he literally threw up all night long. He missed a flight, like a very Damn. important flight. He was just laying in bed. And you know, when boys are sick, they're like little fucking children and yes. they don't know what to do, whatever. And somehow he mustered the little bit of energy that he had left to fuck. But we fucked like four times that morning. And like literally every time we were done, he was laying there like just dripping in sweat. Like like it the took everything out of him. Like he just hiked a fucking mountain. You left like. that man. He was just a shell of a person. Literally he was. Like he was Damn. just there and his, you know, his, you know, so I love when dicks get soft after you, sex and they're just there flopped. Do you know what the cute. other thing is? <laughs> but they're I, still cute. This is what I, I, I had a therapist actually say this to me. I just relate to the, the whole like having a ton of sex because it's like, I, I said to a therapist once, I was like, oh, you know, I've been told like, maybe I'm a sex addict because I like, I, I always need my boyfriend to have sex like 10 times a day. And he's like, oh, wow. you're not a sex addict. He's like, you're like a sperm milking machine. He's like, you uh. just literally want to have enough sex with him. So he's too tired to go and have sex with other girls. I'm Ooh. like, yes, actually you hit the nail on the head. Cause I'm like, I want to fuck him so much that he does not have the energy to fuck anyone else. And he doesn't have any like ejaculate left in his body. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I'm never... less like that now, you know, we've been together for like nearly two years, but in the beginning I definitely was, I was like, you have to fuck me all the time. Oh my God. And my boyfriend was like, this is kind of scary. Like it's not <laughs> as hot as like I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> with the guy that like I've, was fucking recently like um we fucked probably like 12 times in a two-day period that is so, next level. i'm so proud of that that I, is I, like I've never, you but, just have a trophy but that wasn't even me that was all him like he was just fucking ready to motherfucking go and i was just like i'm gonna give it to this him this is why marissa's <laughs> lost so much weight she's freaking fucking, I'm fucking all day that's right i'm fucking not um, eating yeah but like you know Shout out, shout out to me having sex 12 times. That, usually though, I'm pretty like, we have five minutes, okay. Usually I'm pretty like, I don't know. I'm really, I'm a lazy human being. Like I'm trying to be better, but that's why like, I like a guy that's gonna like. That's how I feel too. Not to be, not not a rapey guy, but like make me do it. Just yeah. make me, cause I'm gonna probably yeah. opt out if you don't. I mean like I'm, I have a high sex drive too, but it's like weird times. Like it's, I'm not horny every single, I don't wanna fuck every single day, yeah. but like whatever all right since we only have five minutes i want to get back to you so ultimately you know like you really do you think there's a is there a lot of you in australia like blazing this trail of sex positivity and not really i mean the few times that i've like i've had a few articles that have gone like pretty viral because i said something con you know semi-controversial about like sex. when you broke your vagina with a vibrator i talked your about vibrator too much. I, I said as a throwaway line like that i'd broken my vagina with with a vibrator i was saying like when i split from my husband and i was having my sexual awakening mm. and i went out and got a vibrator and it was my first vibrator so i went ham on it and I, I wrote a, you know, a joking throwaway line about saying that I broke my vagina with my vibrator. I mean, you can't break a vagina, but I was in pain and I did have to rest up my lady parts for a few days. And uh, yeah, I'd just written it in my, my fuck girl column that I was writing. And then the next morning I woke up and I was like, 
I've got like thousands of new Instagram followers and my boyfriend was like opening up the um, his his phone looking at the news and he's like, you are on like every major website as the girl who broke her vagina with a vibrator. <laughs> so they just picked up that one line and run with iconic. it. But um, no, I've I've talked about like more serious things. Like I did a um, I, I did a column which ended up being a TV segment on the fact that I think um, masturbation should be acknowledged in sex ed because if women oh, need to understand more about pleasure because not all women are having pleasurable sex, right? And that's how all sorts what of harm shame. can happen. And my God, like it it was controversial and it shows how backwards we still are in Australia and how far we still have to come. I mean, I was getting like threats on Twitter. People were saying that I was a pedophile and I should be run over with someone's car and that they wanted to keep me away from their children and I was trying to steal their children's innocence. I'm like, guys, like I don't think kids should be having sex, but the reality is like we know that teenagers are having sex. So do you want them to like be educated and safe about it or do you want to just bury your head in the sand? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I think we need more definitely in Australia like of what you're doing and um, definitely what Amber Rose is doing and just like more of these strong sexually empowered female voices. Um, ultimately, what's like what's your ultimate goal with what you're doing now? Like what do you want it to grow into? I, I, I would just love to um, be in a time where women can just be sexy and still be respected and mm-hmm. seen as intelligent and talk openly about the fact that we fuck and – it not be, you know, like you referred to earlier, be, being referred to as a thought or exactly. something that we can also high five one another when we exactly. had a great sexual experience. I don't think like people, like, you know, we were just, I was just telling you earlier, like it's so hard for people to wrap their, their brains around like, yo, you fuck and you like work, you're in a career. Like, I, like you know, and like I, like I was telling you, especially in hip hop, which I work in, like it's either you're the IG thought that fucks the rappers or you're the respected woman that works you know interviews or does industry like there is no in between of like you're fucking and you're working and they're not they're like you know mutually exclusive or whatever so you know kudos to you for blazing that obviously you're not fucking rappers out in australia but same thing (laughs) like we're fucking who we want to fuck and then we're loving who we want to love you're in a fucking two-year committed relationship no problems you're not out here just trying to fuck every tom dick and harry just because you can like women have sex and we can have relationships just like men can have sex and they can have relationships. You know, it's, it's fucking 2019 yes. people. Um, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your stuff, Thanks, everything. Nadia, yes, I wish we could have had longer. Thank you for having really, me. You yeah. can find me as after we just talked about being an Instagram whore. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> yep. at Nadia Bockety, N-A-D-I-A-B-O-K-O-D-Y. Thank you so much for Thank having me. Thank you so me. much for coming. I wish it's we had longer. It's been so much fun. Yes. Don't forget to check out Boomerang on BET Tuesday, February 12th, 10, 9 central on BET. Bye, y'all.